A young man, with the help of his unexpecting roommates, hikes through the Canadian wilderness in search of Sasquatch. I'm Paul of the B-Movie Bros, and this is another B-Movie Quickie. This week I'll be reviewing the 1996 independent film Drawing Flies, written, directed, and edited by Malcolm Ingram and Matt Gissing, and starring Jason Lee. So there's an interesting story about this movie. While making the movie Mallrats, Kevin Smith met Malcolm Ingram and Matt Gissing, who told Smith about an idea they had for an independent film. And Smith apparently liked the idea enough where he and Scott Moser decided to fund the entire project. Uh, because of this, the film is has really the same kind of feel as Kevin Smith's first film, Clerks. They uh, use the same type of camera, same type of equipment, and... Kevin Smith even let them borrow Jason Mewes as for, as an actor in the movie, so he apparently had a lot of confidence in these guys. So the movie follows a 20-something man named Donner who takes his girlfriend and roommates on a trip to his uncle's cabin. And you know from the beginning that there's actually no cabin. Donner is taking his friends unknowingly on a hunt to find Bigfoot. And... It's interesting that they reveal this right away. It's no mystery when it all comes to be, and I thought that was an interesting kind of move they made. And eventually Donner tells everybody that he lied about his intentions, and they all kind of ditch him in the woods alone, and he continues his, his search for, for Bigfoot himself. And at the end, we see Donner surrounded by a tribe of Bigfoot. So you aren't sure if Donner had some kind of psychic link with the Bigfoot tribe, or he was just kind of crazy and just happened to get lucky. It's a pretty simple premise on the surface, but there's really a lot going on in this film. Um, most noticeably is uh, Jason Jason Lee's performance as Donner. And Jason, Jason Lee has been in a lot of uh, Kevin Smith's earlier films, and he almost exclusively played a really silly kind of comic relief character, which he did really well, but in this role, he played a more serious and kind of mentally disturbed character. He's obsessed with finding Bigfoot and doesn't really see anything wrong with like lying to his friends and putting them in danger. At one point in the film, he one of his friends gets injured, and he just kind of got annoyed with him for slowing him down. He didn't see any reason to help him. And um, even when like he reveals that there was no cabin, he was unapologetic he just kind of told everybody that they're ruining his search he was just real focused um really to a psychopathic kind of kind of level the, the first time i saw this movie i actually really hated donner's character um he put a bunch of people in danger for his own single-minded purpose and at the end of the movie his girlfriend's like looking out the window kind of wondering what happened to him and all i could think is why does she care he's this selfish borderline psychotic guy but when i sat down to think about this and i saw it a second time i'm with uh donner a lot more his in the beginning of the movie he lose he's finds that he's no longer eligible for welfare he's unemployed he's got no direction in life and what i realized was for him bigfoot really symbolized finding hope, finding meaning. It was like something to accomplish. It was his journey. It was like a modern day um, ritual of um, of where somebody kind of becomes an adult. And he really didn't have any actual reason to believe that Bigfoot was out there. But he knew that if he could find 
Bigfoot out there, that everything would be okay despite the rough circumstances. And I think that he really wanted his friends to experience that and thought that all the frustration and pain would be worth it if they could just find Bigfoot. It was like climbing Mount Everest or facing any other challenge. It's proving to yourself that you can accomplish a goal and ultimately find meaning of your life. Then no matter what the hard times are, which he was facing a lot, he knew that it would be okay. And at the end of the movie, when he finds the tribe of Bigfoot, he it symbolizes um, spiritual journey kind of coming to an end and finding enlightenment. And I think most people kind of go through rough times where you still... Um, you're still kind of creating your identity and the future is intimidating because you don't know what's going to happen. And I think Donu's journey kind of symbolized that pretty well. It was really kind of a coming of age kind of movie. It was really, it was really, it had that human element, but I did feel that the whole Bigfoot thing was a little bit weird, but it was, overall, I thought it was well done. That being said, this movie was not without its flaws. At 76 minutes, this movie dragged on a lot and primarily just consisted of a bunch of people walking around the woods with, with nothing interesting to say say to each other. I don't think Ingram and Gissing really knew how to utilize all the time they had. It would have probably benefited from being a lot shorter, to be honest. And they should have used that time that they did have toward advancing the plot, toward developing characters. I mean, with the exception of Donner, you really don't know anything about the characters, the other characters. They don't have any personalities. They're not developed in any ways. And to me, it would have made more sense to have at least one of them challenging Donner on his beliefs outside of just getting mad at him for lying or um, exhibiting a completely different kind of philosophy. Like maybe somebody really thought that life was hopeless overall. Like this could have been like more intellectual, but sadly that wasn't wasn't the case. It's always a bummer when a film has really great premise and a lot of great ideas, but just can't seem to pull everything together. I really wanted to like this movie. It's simple uh, camera styles. It's existential conflicts really reminiscent of Kevin Smith's earlier works like Clerks and Mallrats. Um, There's definitely a a good story hidden within the mess, but unfortunately it's flaws. Um, its flaws kind of outshined its positive qualities and kept this movie from being great. Um, in general, like like I said, Kevin Smith's earlier movies were really more existential. They're about people just kind of living their lives and the humorous stuff in it, the in, the somewhat deep conversations, and then all that kind of changed when he created when he wrote Dogma, which was a much bigger budget movie. It had a lot of um famous actors and there's actually a real split in his fan in his fan base there which um kevin smith actually calls the curse of chasing amy because chasing amy is the movie that came out before dogma a lot of people really liked his original stuff it was independent it was like i said existential had to do with real people and real situations and then he kind of went off went off with like all this supernatural stuff or just plain silly things i kind of fall in the in the first category i liked his old stuff i think kevin smith was instrumental in the kind of 90s modern day like um really realistic kind of kind of films and even though i enjoyed his later stuff it was always sad to see that was kind of gone so i would still recommend this movie to anyone any fan of like these simple kind of independent movies i would not call it a great film that's why i give it a four out of ten on the shot scale 
it's worth watching, but the repetition and lack of content makes it makes drinking a requirement to get through this film. That being said, if you would like to drink away this flick, here are some games that might help. Every time Donner mentions Bigfoot, drink. Every time Donner's friends wonder if he's crazy, take a drink. Every time Donner looks off in the distance and you think he might be stoned, take a drink. And every time this movie reminds you of Clark's, it's in black and white too, take a drink. And that's some ways you can drink away the flick. So if you enjoyed this review, make sure to listen to our show posted weekly on SoundCloud. You can like us on our Facebook page at facebook.bmoviebros.com or follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or follow my personal Twitter account at, at bmoviepaul. We also have a Tumblr page at bmoviebros.tumblr.com. So if you have, have any comments or requests, make sure to contact us. Until next time, be brave, be bold, and be beautiful. Or was that right? I don't fucking know. Just listen to the next show. 